Welcome to What I Know So Far, I'm Lisa McNeese. I've lived long enough to realize that I know a thing or two, and the longer I live, the less certain I am about most things. But I'm endlessly curious. I'm always trying to make sense of things, and that's what we'll be doing on this podcast. Sharing what I know, what I've learned, interviewing people to find out what they've learned, just trying to make sense of things together. I may not know everything, but this is what I know so far. Hey there, it's Lisa. Welcome back to another episode of What I Know So Far. Today's episode is going to be shorter than the other ones with a guest because it's just me. Just me today. I wanted to thank all of you who've been listening and For those of you who've shared such kind, encouraging feedback, it means so much to me, more than I can ever explain. I wanted to talk today about how we use our voice. Obviously, I'm using my voice, my actual voice on a podcast. But I know that there's the concept, too, of how to use your voice. Are you using it to speak up for yourself, for others? Are you putting good things out into the world? And I wanted to share a few quick stories about that from my life. And two of those stories are from teachers that I had back in high school, one of whom did not use his voice in a way that was wise or encouraging to me and one who did. I'm going to start with the the not-so-good one. I'm not so good as kind of putting it mildly. This was a teacher that I had a, I'm going to call it contentious relationship with. He demanded a level of respect from us students that I didn't feel like he had earned, at least to me. Now, I have issues with authority, just I think I kind of popped out of the womb that way. I just didn't have an easy relationship with him and didn't really like him that much. Didn't think he liked me, and that was fine. But one day he called me into his office and said, McNeese, do you know why I like you? And I said, no. He said, I like you because you're a bitch. And I said, excuse me? He said, yeah, you know what you want, and you know how to get people to do what you want. And I said, and that makes me a bitch? He said, in my book it does. I don't remember anything of the conversation after that. I was shocked. This was the 1980s. It didn't even occur to me to report him to anyone. I didn't even tell my parents. I mean, that would not fly now, obviously. But I do remember leaving his office and going straight to the office of my favorite teacher and telling him what happened. And then I burst into tears and said, am I a bitch? And he said, no, Lisa, you're just spunky. He made me laugh and he settled me down and encouraged me like he did for all four years of high school. He always asked the best of me. He made me laugh. He knew when I was struggling and would pull me aside and talk me through things. He just had such a profound effect on me. 
And he looked out for me in ways that I didn't even look out for myself. He called me into his office one day and said, Lisa, I forbid you from being a cheerleader. And I said, what? Why? What? He said, you'll ruin your voice. You cannot go out and yell. I, I forbid it. You'll ruin that voice of yours. I said, oh, okay, I'm not planning to be a cheerleader. That's not something that I've ever even considered. And he said, okay, well, good. I just don't want you out there yelling and ruining your voice. It was so sweet. And I think about him sometimes when I am yelling and I'm getting hoarse. And in fact, I'm thinking about him right now, not just because I'm talking about him, but because normally before I record a podcast, I make myself a cup of tea with honey and I do a lot of vocal warmups so that my voice, my actual voice sounds okay. I did not do that today. I'm getting over a cold and I sound like this. I sound a little scratchy and my voice is hurting. So I'll do better next time. But those two men chose to use their voices in very different ways. They both were in positions of authority as teachers. And I have to believe that my experience with both of them was not unique. That the one who felt the need to call me into his office and then call me a bitch as though that was a compliment, I'm sure he said, that kind of stuff to lots of people over the years. Who knows what else? He could have just said, Lisa, I appreciate that you get things done. You're a go-getter. You're tough. Whatever. Whatever the kind thing was underneath all of that, he could have said that. But no. It was like a slap in the face, the way he said it. And in the same way, I'm sure that the teacher who used his voice to encourage me, to make me laugh, to look out for me, did the same for other students for years, for decades. I'm very sure of that. Having a podcast is all about me using my voice. And it's something that I take very seriously. And I think about you, dear listener, a lot and what your experience of this podcast is. And I wonder whether I'm using my voice wisely. I think about the guests that I bring on and how can I set them up to use their voice to share something that is useful, thought-provoking, encouraging. And I also know that I probably will get it wrong at some point on this podcast. Maybe I already have. Maybe I've already said something that some of you are like, Phew, can you believe she said that? I mean, I'm really blunt. I inherited my dad's lack of filter. Goodness, the things that I just blurt out sometimes without thinking. A few years ago, I was at a party and without thinking, again, I just asked this question of someone that caused them to start crying. And there's nothing wrong with crying, but this was not the time or the place to ask that question, or certainly not to ask it in the way that I did. And I felt terrible. And I did reach out to them afterwards and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry that all came out wrong. I have no filter sometimes. 
please forgive me. I, I really wasn't meaning to do that. And we could have had that, the conversation that I was trying to have, we could have had it in a different time, a different setting, and it would have been fine. I just chose the wrong moment and essentially said the wrong thing. And I'm sure that there are people, many people, unfortunately, in my life who do not have fond memories of me because I used my voice to say something rude or hurtful, maybe even offensive to them. And I wasn't even aware of it. And that hurts my heart to think about that. And I'm very sorry. I am no saint. I'm fully human and I screw up a lot. It's interesting for me having a podcast because I'm presenting a very curated version of myself to you, an edited version. I have an editor, Elaine, who does such a great job. And if I know that I have really said something the wrong way, or it just didn't come out right, I just make a note and I ask her to take it out. And she does. And I sometimes wish I had a, an editor walking around with me all the time. You could just delete what I said. But you know what? We can do that in life. If something comes out the wrong way and we see it on someone's face, we can say, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to say it like that. Or could I try that again? Could I have a do-over? Or let me explain myself. Here's what I meant. It came out all wrong. If that teacher had ever come up to me after that conversation and said, Lisa, I'm really sorry I called you a bitch. I don't know what I was thinking. That was inappropriate. Here's what I meant to say. Here's what I genuinely like about you. I think I probably would have accepted that. I would have accepted an apology. I would have accepted that, you know, we're never going to be buddies, but I would have said, okay, cool. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for doing that. It's a tricky thing. Knowing how to use our voice in a way that does not harm others. And especially now with, with social media, with even the ability to have like a podcast or to put ourselves out there in various ways. You know, we see so many examples of people using their voices, whether it's their actual voice that you can hear their vocal cords or, you know, they're writing something, they're commenting on something and that's a different way of using their voice in a way that just tears others down. How do we choose our moment? of what to say, how do we try to be constructive? How do we respect other people? I don't necessarily have the answers. I just know that there are many times where I want to reply to something and then I say, Lisa, no, 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 let it go. I don't always have to say what I'm thinking. We don't always have to blurt out everything that we're thinking. We don't have to type exactly what we're thinking. Like, is it actually going to further the conversation? Is it going to be helpful? That's something I think about a lot. And I know that you are taking time out of your busy life to listen to this podcast. And I do not take that lightly. And I really want you to know that I 
I'm doing the best that I can. I'm still figuring this out. And I hope that, I hope that we all can maybe just ponder how we're using our voices. You know, if you are a teacher or a medical professional or you're a parent or whatever, whatever role you have, whoever looks up to you, whoever you're speaking to, how are you using your voice with them? What are you saying to them? Are you teasing them? Like you think it's teasing, but is it actually like genuinely hurting them? I'm not saying any of this to chastise you. It's just, it's just to question it because what might be funny, what might be teasing to us might not feel that way to someone else. You know, maybe that teacher thought calling me that word was like teasing me or making me like his pal or something. Who knows? I just know that our words stick with people for better, for worse. And it's just something that, that I'm encouraging all of us to consider. What are we saying when we have to call customer service because something is wrong? Like, are we yelling at somebody? It's not their fault. When I do have to call customer service about something where I'm really upset, I do my best to profusely apologize to the person I'm talking to and say, I know this is not your fault. I am grumpy about this. I'm hoping you can help me. And I thank them as much as I can. There's a way to, what's that saying? You catch more flies with honey. So there's a way to, to share our displeasure without being harmful. That's a tricky one. And it's an ongoing learning experience for me too. I want to thank you again for listening. And I know that this will be a lifelong challenge for me and perhaps for you too, to just think about what am I saying to the people around me? How am I using my voice in these small conversations with people, but also in the bigger platform that I might have or on social media or something like that to really just stop and think, how is this going to land for somebody? That's all for today. I'm going to go make a cup of tea. Take care of my voice. You take care of yours. And I'll talk to you soon.